So, I don't know if y'all knew, but uh, when Gold Roger saw the Great Pirate Era, I was there. Nani? I was there in the background. Just go, go look, go look. You'll see. Okay. But yes, the pirates are here. The pirates are coming. The Great Pirate or Binging Era is upon us, y'all. So if you can't tell by the title already, we are here to talk about the phenomenon that is the One Piece Netflix live action. Honestly, this is probably the most interesting thing that has ever happened in the anime community. We've seen the attack of the titans, the heroism in My Hero Academia, the slaying of demons, and the man who saw chains, but nothing, nothing could have compared us to what has transpired in recent events. One Piece. Kaizoko Nui Ono, oh shit, Oedonado? I don't know, bro, you know what I'm trying to say. But yes, we are here to talk about the One Piece Netflix live action. I'm standing up doing something a little bit different, but I just want to have a little quick chat with you guys. You know, the Netflix live action has brought in an entirely new crew of fans recently. Like some who have previously been too daunted by the gargantuan episode fear syndrome to even start. But lo and behold, Netflix managed to condense this grand voyage into something more digestible, didn't lose his heart, and for the longest time, so many have been kept at bay. I mean, listen, there's a thousand and seventy-five episodes at the time of me recording this. There's a thousand and ninety-two chapters at the time of me recording this. It it yeah, I get it. I get it. But the live action has condensed the vast oceans into just a, an experience while maintaining the heart and soul of the Grand Line Adventure. I don't know how they did it, but they did. And don't even get me started on the cast chemistry. I mean, you see the background here. You see it. You see them. They killed this. I mean, countless times. You s I have so much videos on this channel now, which has helped me grow a lot, and I appreciate everybody who's checked them out. But this cast alone, honestly, watching them, I feel like all the promo material they've done, it's almost like Netflix put them in like the MAPPA sweat house and told them, yo, before this writer's strike, we're going to make sure we record so much stuff. We're going to lock you in a room. We're going to come up with all the craziest games. And we're going to make sure we have some stuff. Strike or not. But anyway, the crew itself, the cast, they have embodied what the Straw Hats really are. Watching these silly games of them whispering to each other and doing ASMR and who God knows what else they're going to upload. It's something new like every other day. I can't even keep up. That's why I just stopped making the videos. I'm just like, this is too much. I'm overwhelmed now. Post-release? Post-release? But it's like being on the sunny, hanging out with our original crew. It's like filler episode fun to me. Like, honestly, that's how I view these videos because they, they just embody these characters so much and it's scary it's scary whoa calm down jamal now it's weird because everybody's been saying this but i also have to say this for one piece the fact that we're not talking about manga onlys and anime onlys we're talking about the netflix only netflix the netflix onlys or the live action onlys and that's so what a world what a time we're living in this cast and what is done for the community so far it's like we took a toast of friendship sake and 
every morning after we've just been shooting that shit up into our veins since the release. The bond that I feel like we're growing with them is so genuine. And it's like watching the Straw Hats really, really come alive. But as with all great successes comes the internet interneting. I mean, it spawned memes. And some of them are hilarious. Endless, endless sexy buggy. Like, people are wondering what buggy do. Like, what, what that mouth do, buggy? Really makes you think. What that mouth do? I don't I don't know. People are wondering what buggy is capable of. And if you would have told me beforehand, even though I am part of the buggy agenda and I want buggy to be pirate king, but if you would have told me that we'd be putting buggy on the same pedestal of Zoro for sexiness, and trust me, McKenny, listen, I... I mean, cis hetero male. McKenyu is just bad, boy. Like, Sun is, Sun is too sexy for his own good. Like, everybody who's seen this show, who don't even care about anime, sees this man and just like, God damn. Now, I'm not gonna discount the Sanji Ab scene in the series. Like, the Sanji Abs, I was like, boy, you better go do some sit-ups because I look crazy compared to Tascala as when he was saving Luffy in the water. By the way, there's gonna be some spoilers in this a little bit. With the countless sex symbols that this Netflix series has somehow created and all the representation and everything there, there is gonna be some nuance here for it. With a breed of new fans comes a lot more apprehension than I think people are ready for. I mean, longtime fans are witnessing their little secret club becoming a massive party with newcomers pouring in, sharing theories, sometimes just sometimes getting the lore slightly wrong and it's gonna happen. You gotta let these people go on the journey don't try to ruin it for anybody. Like we are entering just this, this binging era of people who are gonna get into One Piece for the first time. And honestly, at this point, I'm gonna start calling these people the new generation. What? Because this isn't necessarily a complaint that I'm having, it's just an observation. Being on TikTok, there is a plethora of new fans coming into the space who don't know anything about the series, who may not know anything about anime, who are going through it and coming up with thoughts and just different ways of thinking that I think the community is probably not used to. And there may, there may be a little bit of pushback because people feel like, oh, I've been new this, you just now get into this, I know more than you, but I think that gatekeeping feel we have to lax up a bit i get why you'd be defensive just like like i said before but it all comes with good intentions i think that as one piece fans as insufferable as annoying and toxic we can be in the sense of wanting everybody to watch this even though we know that they don't want to watch something this long yeah it, it's come back to kind of bite us in the ass but people are getting into one piece and who can be mad at that? I mean, the whole series is about Nakama. Yeah, that's pretty true. So please, move with care, move with love, and stop being... The fact that people are assholes and just let the people make their TikTok videos do the journey without you telling them every single spoiler in the series. What is good with y'all? Like, you... Like, the, the non-picture avatar people, y'all are so brave. Y'all make me question the whole internet anonymity? Anonymity? Anonymity. The internet anonymity... I can't speak. 12 seconds later. Y'all make me question it sometimes. Like, should we still have it? Because y'all would not be the way y'all are if people knew it were you. I get it. Freedom of speech. Do your thing. But sometimes people get pow pow for freedom of speech. Just saying. We've seen the uh, Alabama brawl. Shout out bro that could swim. Montgomery brawl. Who shit really order them? Montgomery brawl. I mean, hey, listen. I, I figured maybe I could like try to draw my thoughts of exactly how I'm viewing this new flux of fans and I'm calling the great pirate era, maybe the worst generation. I mean, you have this timeline, right? This this is, let's just say this is the beginning, right? Circa 97. 
1997, right? And the timeline goes here. You're probably, what, the, the Rocks Pirates? You guys who have been fans from the beginning, I'm calling you guys the Rocks Pirates, right? You guys have been into One Piece from the jump. When the big three was popping off, you guys were on it. You guys were believers. Um, you may have partook in Naruto and Bleach, and you were just smarter than everybody else at the time, and you rolled out for One Piece. I, unfortunately, was not part of that group. You know what I mean? I got into One Piece way later. So I don't consider myself an OG fan whatsoever because I wasn't a believer for a long time. But I'm creating this window from 97 all the way up to 2020. So this is obviously the, the vid 2020 in my timeline of the, the pirate era. This is when you get totally not Mark um, creating his One Piece series, right? So I'm gonna call these people kind of where Gold Roger has come into play, right? This is Rock's era, pre, I guess, Roger. And 2020, I think, is the golden times where um, certain One Piece YouTubers and creators and fans reign supreme. So I got into One Piece around 2018, and that's when I caught up. I caught up around going into the Reverie, and that was when I finally decided to get to it. I don't consider myself an OG fan, but I consider myself in this bucket that's like the Roger, Whitebeard, Big Mom, Kaido era of the One Piece anime community. So that's Murphy Napier. This is when, you know, Brago and King of Lightning and Tekken, they're, they're reigning supreme. Right now we have 2023, and this is my this is my third line, right? And at this point, these guys are the worst generation. The 2023 people are the people who decided to get into One Piece, in my opinion, once they realized that the saga was coming to an end, Gear 5 was being released and they wanted to catch up for it, and the One Piece Netflix live action release. These are people who are going to binge, or who have been binging excruciatingly and just slow down enjoy your journey wait a minute to catch up to the series this new generation of people i don't know what's to come i don't know what's lying ahead for the future of the one piece fan base i'm not saying it's gonna be bad i'm not saying it's gonna be scary or good i just don't know this is just interesting waters like we don't know who's going to be the next big creator <laughs> What is next for the live action series? Granted, people want a season two and to go to Alabasta. Let's be realistic, guys. I'm only expecting one more season. This thing is probably not gonna come out until 2025 at best with the writer strike and having to shoot and edit and locations and all these other things. And I'm only expecting one more season. At Skypea, come on. I see, I understand you guys wanna do fan castings to put people that don't even honestly need to be in the series, in my opinion. Just just let the casting do what they did. The fact that they had a whole bunch of kind of unknowns to us, um, besides McKenyu, who was already big in Japan, I think that helped the immersion. Like, stop trying to put all these celebrities into the live action casting. Have fun, but let's be real, guys. But yeah, I'm only expecting this thing to go to Alabasta. I just, I, I don't, I don't know. This is a brave new world. Like, Roger really, by Roger, I mean Matt Owens at this point, not, not Gold Roger. But what has ignited here is the great binging pirate era, the, these new upstarts, like what is to come is gonna be terrifying. It's gonna be fun, it's gonna be beautiful, but what is the journey without some fear, right? No, 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 no. So to all those seasoned fans, embrace this change. 
welcome the fresh faces. Wrong theories, hot takes, misinterpretations, tears, joy, laughter, debates, power scaling, straw hat rankings, agendas, and most of all, dreams. And remember, the world of One Piece is vast and full of wonders. There's more than enough treasure out there for everyone and theories <laughs> get some help make sure you check out my channel memberships also channel memberships they're, they're cheap they're cheap i'll have it on the screen but check those out if you want to support the channel help us grow you know give me the ability to pay for more editors to make some better videos outside of all my live reactions um also you get access to special emojis to use during my live streams in the chat and members only content that is behind that paywall switching sides but yeah, that's enough of my soliloquy about that. Let me just give you my quick thoughts on what the live action was like. So if you want to check out my first impressions video of episodes one to three, be sure to check that out right here. Can I do that? Am I allowed to do that on my channel? I don't know. But yeah, I'll link into it or whatever. You can check out my uh, my re review and my thoughts on the first three episodes of first impressions. Spoiler free. But I'm going to give you my final thoughts on the entirety of the season. This was special. Episode four was so lit to me, bro. The way that they did Kuro and Silver Village, like making it into a horror movie, I think that that was a good touch. Yes, sucks that we didn't get the Usopp Pirates, the little boys, but did we really need them? We need Richie though. Richie! Got that from Movie One. <laughs> got, that, got that from Movie One, no goofy. But yeah, episode four, really really raised expectations after that i really had no idea what to expect going forward the fact that kobe showed up here was a surprise and how they integrated the marine storyline very very well done very well needed i understand why they added it i know that oda um didn't really agree with that at first but for the sake of a show and keeping it interesting i get why it's there. They needed some type of driving force so it's not just so just a happy-go-lucky adventure for the Straw Hats. You know what I mean? But then we get into episode five and things kind of take an interesting change I wasn't expecting. Not that I wasn't expecting it. I knew based off the trailer, but I didn't know exactly how I was going to execute this. And that's the introduction of Mihawk. That boy is cold. Did the part when he sliced the, the ship kind of look kind of weird? Yeah. A little. I guess. But I was here for it. It was hype. Like Don Cree got did dirty. And the fact that we kind of subtracted uh, Jin's storyline with Sanji made Sanji join the crew a little bit less strong. Now him saying goodbye to Zeph was totally incredible. Really, really heartfelt. The points and times in this series where I was supposed to cry from when I was watching the anime or reading it, I cried here. I didn't think I was going to cry, but I did. But those little things, those moments, like the Baratier felt alive. These 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 venues felt great. The music was dope. Like that, that music, I don't know how to do it. But the Mihawk stuff with Zoro, I thought that was very well done. <laughs> the CGI looked kind of funky when Zoro's swords fell apart. Fine. I think those should have just shattered instead of kind of like piecing apart like that. Do I wish Nami wasn't so quick to be friends with the Straw Hats right away? Yeah, I I kind of wish that didn't happen. But Buggy, the inclusion of keeping Buggy around and introducing Arlong a little bit earlier, I think that did help this series a lot. Even though Arlong was probably, in my opinion, the weakest villain, but obviously, obviously what I didn't notice. So I got to say this. They made sure you knew Arlong and the Fishman are black. My nigga. <laughs> right? And if you still want to live in this spectrum where you think the Fishmen don't represent all oppressed people around the world and you take issue with people seeing the oppression that they 
realize in their lives through the fish man, then your media literacy is probably not the highest in my opinion. But I think Fishman was okay. The fact that Zoro had nothing to do didn't really sit right with me during that fight. But what Taskala did at Sanji was really, really impressive. I love what he did with the character. They really toned it down. His simpness to where it probably should have been. If a healthy amount. A healthy amount. Um, now that final scene with Garp and Luffy fighting. That's no good. I'm going to say that that was probably the only part I did not need. After credit with Smoker shown fire, fire. That was elite. Like I was like, ooh, haven't felt the chills from after credit, but I knew exactly what was gonna show up anyway. So long and so long. Um, but the series was really, really good in my opinion. I do think that you could watch this and pick up from episode 45 of the anime if you're interested in getting into the series rather than starting from episode one. Um, that way you can just get drop into Logetown because I do think it is awkward if you kind of just go into Reverse Mountain. You kind of need that Logetown setup. So if you did watch the live action series for the first time and you're watching this video and you're thinking about starting the anime, if you feel overwhelmed by starting from episode one, I'd say start from episode 45. Um, look up the anime filler list. I can link it here if you need it. Um, you can just ask me and I can send you the link to the anime filler list. But if you watch episode 45, and then I believe 48 and then 49 um, from there, if you want to watch like the first three episodes of the anime, do that if you just finish the live action. That's a good point to kind of onboard you rather than starting from episode one, because they really did cover the East Blue efficiently. I don't feel like anything was missed. Hachi, sure, but we're never going to make it to Sabodi in this Netflix live action series. Really, really good. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I will give this series a final rating of an 8.5 out of 10. Is it the best piece of media out there? No, but it's fun. And I think it's something something healthy for the community and it's something that's helping. Now, people are going to be toxic. People who are learning how racist anime communities can be that's jumping into the anime community for the first time. But One Piece is a healthy community. Do not let the loud minority ruin it for you thinking that one piece fans are like this honestly that's mostly all fan bases the loud minority will always make everybody look bad whether it be uh marvel naruto just doesn't matter sports it's always a loud minority but yeah those are my thoughts are you guys excited are you guys excited for season two are you excited to what's to come like we are living in crazy times one piece fans we are eating good sensational so on that note y'all <laughs> Enjoy your life. Yo. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great because lately I've been on the way to something great. And I'm feeling like as I create like every day and I'm on.